Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I am back with another episode. It's been a couple of weeks, it's been a, a week or so. I gave myself a bit of a break, and I apologize for that. I had an album in mind for last week, and I didn't get a chance to really get myself into recording for this episode, only because some other things have happened over the past couple of days, and it's just, it's been a little hectic around me, and I just... I decided to just say, you know what, okay, time to just do one. The other one that I was going to do is now, in a sense, in the music graveyard because I haven't listened to the album yet. I still plan to. I might do one later on. Even if I don't have it right away when it was meant to come out, fine. I might do it next week or whenever I get the chance to. But today I'm talking about the catch the cat. Catastrophists EP by Tom Morello and the Bloody Beat Roots. Now, this is an album that I didn't expect to actually, well, an EP, I never expected to see come out at all. It is about seven s- songs. Most of it is mostly Tom Morello, plus the Bloody Beat Roots working on the production for it. And honestly, there's only maybe four out of seven songs that I really like on this album. And they're all necessarily more Tom Morello based than they are anything else. And Tom Morello, if many of you may know, is from Rage Against the Machine as well as Audio Slave. And he also did his own solo career under the Night Watchman for mostly a, a politically based folk singer, you could say. But as of late, he's really gotten himself into... Hanging out with other folks like Serge Chankin, a system of a down fame. Working with people like Pussy Riot, as well as um, Anna Tijo. The last, I can't remember the last name of the name, but um, he's done a bit with some people as of late, it looks like. And don't get me wrong, he's done very well with the people he's worked with, like Gary Clark Jr. and all that on his solo career. He's done quite a bit. I mean, the last EP he released was last year, and I know back then I wasn't recording anything for this uh, music podcast back then, but I had an idea in mind to do it, but I never got a chance to until earlier this year, and that and the EP that he released last year, Commandante, Commandante, which I think is Commander in Spanish, was quite amazing. Even though there's like one cover, the rest of it was just amazing. I mean, he's worked with Gang of Four and Serge Tankian. He's worked with, um, what else has he worked with lately? Like I said, Gary Clark Jr. Grammatic. He's worked with a bunch of people. He's even worked with Stephen Aoki and Atlas and a bunch of other folks like that. Like Knife Party, Bass Nectar. Like, he doesn't really seem the kind of person to have some electronic uh, whiz of sorts like the Bloody Beatroots working with him. On an album, or even an EP for that matter, and this EP is quite uh, is quite the I don't know how to describe it. It's quite the journey. It starts off with the Devil's Infantry, which I believe has his sister or his mother on it. I can't remember if it's his mother or his sister, but I remember like a little bit of it has some other person. I believe it might be his sister. I don't really know. It could be one of his kids. It could be his older daughter. I don't know. 
or it could be, um, you know, it's actually his mother, Mary Morella, I believe it was, that was on this album, and, um, quite frankly, this song was actually a good way to start the whole, like, procedure, if I'm truly honest, I believe he said it was with his mother, yeah, Mary Morella had a, a defiant cameo of her, as well as, um, A bunch of other things on this album were just so energetic and just heavy. The next track, which is Radium Girls by Pussy Riot, as well as the last international, I can't remember the last name, last part of it. But that song, I hate to say is my least favorite. Like, one of, like, the songs are, are just Tom Morello on his own with the Bloody Beat Roots kind of working on the production in the background, kind of like how Knife Party and Tom Morello did Battle Sirens. That works. But with this song, as well as Lightning Over Mexico, Lightning Over Mexico, I don't mind. I find that one is actually a good enough listen that I can just kind of shut up and listen to it. Like, I listened to it quite a few times over this past weekend when it came out. And I just haven't had a chance to really review it because I had so many things going on. I wasn't able to just sit down and record like I wanted to. Now I actually have a new uh, instrument that I'm trying to learn as well while doing these podcasts, so it's a little bit more like, uh, oh, I have so many things going on, I don't have a chance to slow down, I have another podcast review happening later this week as well, and now it's just like, uh, when is it going to stop, my friend, but whatever, this song isn't bad, mind you, I just didn't find this one that great, Lightning Over Mexico, I found a little bit better than Radium Girls, like, Radium Girls, I just felt like, Okay, you're you're hanging out with Pussy Riot. Cool. Like, don't let them take over the entire song. Because the last one I know that they took over for most of it was actually... Uh, another song that's later on in this album. On this Project EP, whatever you want to call it. The next song, uh, Keep Going, actually is pretty good too, I think. Like, it has a very good heavy riff. It doesn't feel like it, it's asking you to stop listening to the album. Weather Strike, on the other hand, the Bloody Bee Roots remix. I like the remix. I don't like the original version of Weather Strike, but I feel like in both, yeah, Pussy Riot kind of takes over on both, and it just it really drags it down, and it just it doesn't let go. Well, the next song, Field of Tigers. Oh my goodness, that was probably one of my favorite songs on this EP. And it was just booming and banging. It just, it took control. It almost was like, um, it was almost like it was a light, it was like lightning in a bottle that just came out of nowhere that exploded the bottle, if that makes sense. And the way it finishes with Mary Celeste, I gotta say Mary Celeste is not a bad song. The, the, production on it is great it doesn't feel like it drags on like like i mentioned radium girls and weather strike which to be honest both of those songs in this ep i feel drag on for quite a bit i'm not saying pussy riot is horrible in this at all i just feel like it would have been better if they were asked to do just one song with tom and then maybe did another one as a single later on instead of like just doing Two singles back to back that are basically the same, like basically them taking over because it didn't feel like they were really there. 
it didn't feel like they were like it was Tom Morello's song. It felt like their song featuring Tom Morello and the Bloody B Roots. But honestly, my final thoughts on this, I hate to say it. I'm not really impressed. I'm still going to listen to it every now and then. But right now, this album, this this EP, I should say, I hate to say it, but it gets a 5 out of 10. I'm very disappointed. I'm not terribly disappointed. Like I said, half the songs that I like, I like Devil's Infantry, Keep Going, Field of the Tiger, and Mary Celeste, as well as the Devil's Infantry. I just don't like Radiant Girls. And Weather Strike that much. It just kind of drags on and too much for me. Even though this is like a 26 minute EP. It just feels like. It's too short. It's It, it, it feels like it's longer than it, it should be. And that's what bugs me about it. But whatever. The next album review that I plan on doing. Was going to be Styx's Crash of the Crown. But I haven't had a chance to get all the way through it. Because the last Styx album I tried to get all the way through was very difficult to listen to, and I feel like this one might be the same, and that was the mission. I don't know if this is going to be the same issue, but it could be. I don't really want to assume anything. I just know that if I do listen to it, I'm really hoping that it does bring me back to the back to the days when Sticks was a big deal. Even though it wasn't alive back then, I would like to see that sort of element come back. Because this, because from what I heard for the first couple of songs on that album, I wasn't impressed. But maybe listening to the album in its entirety may help. But right now, that album record, that album podcast is on hold for now. It's kind of in a timeout, you could say. The next review that I will be doing this week will be on Fast Nine, the Fast Saga, which hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, will be worth its waiting gold for me to return to the theaters. Because if it isn't, I'm going to be disappointed. Like I'm going to be disappointed, man. I don't want to just go and see a movie and be like, ah, I don't, I don't need that. So let's hope that this movie will rejuvenate this franchise and just give it two more movies or how many movies they got left in it and help end that whole saga completely because I'm just, I'm tired of the movies. I'm tired of those movies, man. But I'm not going to drag on and on and on. That's not what you guys come here for for these reviews. But overall, this EP was a surprise, but it was not terrible. It wasn't a 1 out of 10. This was a 5 out of 10. It was mediocre. I prefer the last EP that Tom Morello released last year, which actually was a surprise, but also had some really good stuff on it, like Interstate 80 with him and Slash, which actually, for its video, was kind of dumb in a sense because it was basically them using their Guitar Hero 3 boss battles as their characters and whatnot, and it's it whatever. But it was still cool to listen to these two work together properly on a song, almost like a dream come true for me as a kid when Guitar Hero 3 first came out. But hey, that's different. That's that's another story for another time. If I do ever go back to that EP, I will review it and probably be a little biased towards that one song. But probably not. I don't know what's, what the future's going to hold. That's the thing about a podcast. You'd, 
You can stop it at any time if you really wanted to, but I don't plan on stopping anytime soon unless something happens where I need to take a break. But I'm taking a break from TV shows and whatnot for now, like I mentioned, but yeah. This EP, like I said, was not bad. It wasn't horrible, but it was a, it was a nice surprise. It just it dragged on a little bit. But you know what? I'm giving Tom Morello kudos for trying something different again. Because it's not like Rage Against the Machine. Because back then, he was a DJ. Now, like, for the band. Now, he's getting DJs to work with him, in a sense. So, whatever. This is me, Scott, signing out. Hopefully, you enjoy this nice weather that you may have around the world. Enjoy the summer solstice. And, uh, yeah, I will see you all next time. End transmission.